Hello and welcome to Business Talk with Chris Hazel. Today I'm joined by Ben Atkinson from ATS Films. ATS Films has been running for over nine years and they provide a range of cinematic services from weddings to promotional videos to documentaries. I've watched a number of videos on his website and socials and they look fantastic so I'm really looking forward to hearing more from Ben. So uh, welcome Ben. Thank you very much Chris. Great to be here in uh, sunny Stratford. (laughs) Yes. Palm trees and blue skies. Exactly. I didn't know they had palm trees, but here we yeah, go. Yeah, you do now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on. I, I, yeah, if you could sort of tell us a bit more, obviously, you're a filmmaker. How did you get into that? Um, sometime back now, nine years. Um, a lot of the companies yeah. I have on are a lot newer than that. But yeah, it's good to have an experienced head on. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, since I was a young lad, really, I was... I've always been interested in film. My, my mom said I've always had my head in the clouds and um, you know, kind of uh, uh, some, something like a wild imagination. And uh, yeah, so film is something I've always wanted to be interested in, but um, so I've always been interested in, but never thought it was an industry that you could just walk into. You know, you need to have millions of pounds and you know, big Panavision cameras uh, like you see on these uh, behind the scenes things and whatever on, on productions for TV and film. Um, and it wasn't until, uh, well, long story short, my parents divorced and then my, my half-brother moved away from one part of the country. I got moved to another part of the country. We didn't speak for 12, 15 years. And anyway, uh, around about 2009, he found me. Um, and he's a filmmaker as well up in Derby. And, uh, yeah, he invited me on one of his on one of his shoots, a two-day shoot out in the lakes, filming a fit for a fishing um, video. Um, and kind of being on set with him and watching him do his thing, filming on the DSLR and all these tapes and stuff, uh, made me realise that you know you don't need millions of pounds to to do film, and you can just you know with a with, with uh, a normal camera, I guess, good gear, uh, a lot cheaper gear, um, and a and a good eye, um, you, you can make it in the industry. So, um, so I was working in Sightel around the corner. I was uh, working for their um, Waitrose customer service team, so answering the phone for them. I've worked in Morrison's, Tesco, loads of retail jobs, bar jobs. I was doing anything, anything I'm getting my hands on, really. I, I did it. The army at one point did a bit of that. Um, and I just put money aside every every month, do a lot of research into microphones, cameras, software, any lenses, anything to do with film and, and, and uh, filming things. Um, and then I'd obviously go out and buy a little bit of gear each month up until 2014 when I thought I was ready enough, should I say, to go out there and start filming for, for companies and filming weddings and things. And my, um, I was doing that on the side. It's like a little kind of side hustle thing while I was doing my other job, getting experience, making mistakes, earning money. Yeah. And um, just over the years, I've just kind of been kind of perfecting my craft, I guess. And um constantly learning constantly evolving trying new things uh, and trying to stay competitive with everyone else that's that's in the area as well but um yes yeah, thanks to my brother really that uh is he like, still was, filmmaking yes yeah he he's still doing his thing in derby yeah he works for some big companies i was with him the other day we were filming um an event up in bedfordshire so every now and then uh, i come and help him and uh yeah assist him with, with filming but yeah, I kind of put it down to him, really. But if it wasn't for my, my older brother and showing me the ways, then maybe I might not be doing this now had I not have, you know, not not met again. So, um, so so yeah, that's how we, that's how I got into it. 
Nice. And how, um, Jay, how much, how much do you reckon it costs you to get, get started in terms of equipment and um, well, how much did you have to squirrel away? My first cam, well, like a microphone, for instance, that's like two, two fifty, three hundred quid just for a microphone, a bracket to mount it onto your camera, just a bit of metal with a bit of plastic and a few rubber bands. That's like 50, 60 quid. Um, a cage to put your camera inside, that's 150. So there's just lo- loads of little add-ons and other bits of gear. It's it's it's, it's mega bucks. I've, I've spent way too much money. Um, we've recently upgraded our cameras this year. And we've got two brand new uh, cameras in the arsenal, and they're uh, yeah they're quite pricey. So um, yeah, I'd probably say like over ten k easy. Yeah, not the amount of stuff that I've spent. Um, but that's a, is that over business to to keep going there constantly because new cameras come out all the time. There's always as soon as you buy a new camera, the next version of it's out. Uh, same same with lenses and software and other things like that. So it's just you just constantly piling money in. To, mm. You know, to stay current, to stay, you know, on top, so to speak. But yeah, a lot of dollar, mate. A lot of dollar is <laughs> how much I've spent. Too much money. My wife would kill me if she found out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, you know, it's all um, investment, isn't it? Right? Well, yeah. Well, it's needed. Yeah, if I didn't have the gear, and I wouldn't be able to do, do my job. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's not, cool. it, it is a lot of money. Very expensive business to be in. And so, going back to that, that sort of first setting up the business how how did you get your first client when i first started out i was quite naive with my business plan i don't know how it got signed off by my business consultant but i just <laughs> i was like oh yeah i'm gonna get all these customers in and it's gonna be you know and i didn't um my first lot of, my first camera my wife's mom bought for me so um yeah bless her heart so we had obviously had to pay her back for that but then getting customers, it was kind of word of mouth, really. It still kind of is for me. So I don't do a lot of advertising, which is something I must do. Well, I've started to you know, increase my advertising now and get a bit more aware on the internet. But um, initially, no, it was word of mouth. So obviously I did a lot of, when I, was, when I was first starting out, I did a lot of freebie jobs for people um, around the Banbury, Oxfordshire area. And that kind of got my name out. Did a few wedding fairs because I knew a few people that ran them. Um, and my name got around a little bit. So I managed to, those few people wanted both first. I was charging £99 for a video. And that was including travel, editing time, filming time, um, or, uh, music license, which cost like 40, 50 quid. I was making no profit. I was, uh, I don't know what I was playing at. I don't know how I thought I was a viable business. I didn't charge £99 anymore. But the, uh, the, first, the first year, yeah, I was getting a fair few in, but not making not making any money at all so I was um yeah I wasn't the brightest at business and I'm very creative as a person but the business side of me is uh yeah need, need, needs work well it sounds like it's, it's not, not a bad bit you know and what a lot of businesses will do you know you look at if, even massive businesses like Foxton's or estate agents they they will do 0% on um on listings for a certain period of time so they're not making any money on those because they're trying to get I think yeah, get get a, get a base name yeah. out there in the area and exactly, get yeah. um. So you sort of done that, haven't you? You put a yeah, figure on it. Yeah, it's kind of at the start. It's just yeah, it's kind of just having something to show people, I guess. So when I first start out, charging you know peanuts, uh, getting some work into my belt, um, something to show people so that when I do charge more, you know, I've got oh, I can do this, I can do that, and then you know, hopefully they'll pay. 
<laughs> the extra. Um, but yeah, no, like you said, yeah, it's kind of portfolio building really at the start. Just get your name out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes, it's both those things, isn't it? One giving yourself the confidence, taking away um, you know, to be able yeah. to be able to charge more. And then um two sort of yeah, just building up the um, yeah, because when you start out, you feel kind of a bit of a fraud, I guess, really charging the same as the big boys now or people in the area that have been doing it 10 odd years. You know, and you're just starting out, you feel that maybe you can't can't justify charging that much, and rightly so. Because I look back now to my very, very early work, and I was kind of I'm like, oh, people paid me for that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, it's kind of um, so yeah, stay humble, but um, yeah, no, I, I um, some of the early work is shocking off um yeah but um rapidly improved now it's good now <laughs> so you started you started in weddings did you and then you expanded from there yes yes so um when i was working in lot when i was sorry when i was living in long compton there was a wedding shop uh wedding dress shop in long compton and me and my wife knew the owners and he kindly kind of every time a, a bride would go in there to buy a dress you go oh what have you thought about having your wedding film that there are guys that's doing wedding films so um he put a few my way which is a great kind of and i charged them nothing so they got free wedding films out i mean it was on the it was on the proviso that they knew i was just starting out so they're not going to get you know uh, a, a masterpiece you know but um they'll have something and um yeah so that was a great step in selling into into the industry into the wedding industry by being able to do um some wedding films um for free um and it was quite an expense as well first starting out because i had to pay for uh, i did like a proper like um dvd case and all professionally printed and so it came at quite an expense to myself but um still you can't be experienced and um yeah it's, re it's really helped um going forwards uh corporate work i i'd love to do more i'd love to get into corporate work more um but i've just i've just seemingly fell into the weddings hole and just um my summer has been back-to-back -back weddings all week every weekend uh so i haven't really had time to do anything else um but yeah no i'd definitely like to do more corporate but yeah at the moment it's i say 90 percent weddings 10 percent corporate i think is the cool. and um and you do some documentaries as well are they um yeah. corporate so they're more charity so i know we um i'm part of i'm a massive james bond fan uh which again is probably why my mom says got my head in the clouds because i was a kid i always thought i was james bond running around with the with my pretend gadgets that i made up but anyway um yeah so i'm part of a james bond fan group and um the owner of that page um he's got some good connections i don't know how but he manages to wangle these interviews with um the alumni of the of the uh, bond films and uh, every now and then we mainly in london travel to london we film um with these people and uh, the last one we filmed with was uh, joanna lumley which was um in her house in london and that was uh, a great experience and she's just as lovely um off the cameras as she is on it um an absolute sweetheart um and, and yeah so yeah we've got another one coming up soon in october we're filming with Tim Rice, who's a, a lyricist, Sir Tim Rice. So looking forward to that. He's not as well known though, um, with well, with the kids of today. But um, older people may may recognise the name. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, do some documentaries as well. Yeah. So I saw on your website one of the documentaries you'd done was um 
about the men's shed. You, you tell us yep. a bit about what who they are, what that is, and how you got into doing that. Yeah, so men's shed is this great little initiative. I mean, it's actually I think it's worldwide because I know they do it in Australia as well. Um, but it's this great initiative where um, kind of kind of um, the older boys amongst us they get to kind of meet up once or twice a week in kind of like um, a, an outfitted room that's like a like an old man's shed, you know, got tools everywhere. And they can just meet together, socialise, build things or not build things. They can just be in a room with other blokes of the same age and interests and just socialise. And so a lot of old older men kind of sit in there on their own, don't have many friends or don't get out much and speak to anybody. And it's quite, um, quite sad, really, that they don't get to have that kind of contact with other people. Um, so men's shed is a great way of, getting out of the house and speaking to other chaps and also doing a bit of DIY and bodging stuff together with glue and nails and whatever else they do in there. Little personal projects, they're building bird boxes in there for, um, I think it was um, one, a local charity in Stratford for the high school. They they helped the uniform bank. They came out and built some shelves to put the uniform on. Uh, so yeah, really nice bunch of, bunch of lads in there. And um Actually, How did you get involved in that? Well, Foundation House uh, is a local kind of charity. It's on Mason's Road by the fire station in Stratford. They were having an open day and I saw it advertised on Facebook and I just thought, oh, I'll, I'll go down there and see what see what they're doing in there. I, I didn't really... <laughs> I, um, and it's just about getting out and meeting the community, I guess. But I just thought I'd go and see what was what. And I went down there to the open day, had some tea and biscuits uh and then met rachel key who was at the time the manager of foundation house she kind of oversaw all the projects under that roof and men shed just kind of just i don't know shone i guess and kind of went into this room and you open this door and straight away you're hit with the smell of wood shavings and it's like a proper shed in there and uh i was just thought wow this is this is amazing and um i spoke to rachel about it and said look would you be up for us coming in and doing a video on one of your charities, specifically Men's Shed. Um, if not, we can do one of the others, but Men's Shed really kind of appealed to me. And she said, yeah, it'd be great. So over the next few weeks, kind of had a few you know, emails back and forth, arranging days for the lads to be there because some blokes didn't turn up on certain days and some, you know, and others. And they wanted, they all wanted to be in it and get as many faces as possible. Um, yeah, so we set that up and then, uh, another local videographer, Charlie Burton, and if you know him, he 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 was there, and he he wanted to um, uh, jump in as well and kind of co-film and co-edit it together. So um, so we did. So the two of us over two days, I think we did pick up shots on the second day and film most of it on the first day, interviews and all the other B-roll uh, that we did, and 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 yeah, then we ended up going to his office to edit it. But yeah, it was a great experience, and um, uh, it, it went down really well actually with with Men's Shed and, and Foundation House, and, and um, got some good feedback from it. I was quite proud of that one actually. It was um, the, the people on camera definitely when the guys like you know just in, just encouraged people to get out. It was just the emotion that guy had on the video that the the, uh, the main the main um, runner of Men's Shed. Just, it just um, yeah, it came out really well and. Um, yeah, I hope I hope other blokes saw it and maybe felt you know felt um, inclined to give it a go or go down and and um, 
meet other people. So I hope it did something for someone out there. I don't know yeah. if it did, but it was a pleasure to put together. And um, yeah, one of my favourite edits from that year, definitely. Yeah, it's great. I saw it on your website and I thought, oh, that looks, yeah, really yeah. interesting. And I was like, can I join? And I'm like, no, because you're not, you're way too young. So uh, yeah, maybe when I'm 60, uh, 50, 60, it'll still be a thing and I can go down there. I mean, I'm, I'm terrible at woodwork, but, you know, I'm sure I can put something together. And so um, from a client's perspective, maybe a wedding, so that's what you do most of. What What's it look like to work with you? What's... um. What's the process when people come to you and, and say, I want you to, to sort of film for my wedding? Oh, well, first of all, I'd say I'm quite a laid back guy. So I'm not one of these stuffy guys. I'm just a guy, you know, so I'm kind of down to earth. So um, I try and uh, have a laugh with my clients and kind of get on their level. Um, but yeah, no, people come up to me or not come to me. They'll write to me and go, oh, we'd love you to film my wedding. What's the process? And we just have a chat about their day, uh, what, what where they're getting married. Um, we do it. We have a meet up. So we go to their house. I like to meet them. I, I'm not really a Zoom guy. All this uh, talking over to a to a camera. I prefer to go to someone's house or a coffee shop and 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 meet them face to face. But um, yeah, we just um, uh, and I try and get you know become a friend to them more than just a vendor. You know, just kind of just some guy that's tends to do a job. I try and be uh, you know on, on weddings. You know, I'm getting stuck in helping the bride put her shoes on or the helping tie a dress or or I, I mean. The last, one of the weddings, a few weddings ago, I was given the mother of I was having a head, and she's like, "Oh, can you go and pay the DJ for me?" Because I'm paying, and then I had to, she gave me this envelope with five hundred quid, and I ended up spending half an hour chasing around the venue trying to find him to pay him. Um, so yeah, I just become like one of the teams. So um, yeah, obviously I do. Obviously I film the wedding as well, but I, I don't like to be one of those like a robot you know like I'm just there just to film I like to be you know having a laugh with people and, and getting on like a friend and um I've had some good feedback from clients in the, that have used me um in the past and said that you know it's like I've known them all my life you know we just kind of just on the day we just gel we're like friends so um and some I have become friends with since filming their wedding we've you know we've stayed friends and in, in, in touch and kept in touch so um yeah, I'd like to think it's... Um... And then what do you produce them at the end? Is it um, is it like a 10-minute ten, ten video? Three no, well, no, a lot, of, a lot of people do that. And maybe I should reduce my workflow a bit, reduce my workload. But no, I do. My main package is um, clients will get like a video roughly half an hour to an hour long, sometimes longer. I did a Catholic wedding the other day and the ceremony itself was nearly an hour and three quarters long. So... I look forward to editing that shortly. But um, yeah, no, they get um, a separate copy of their ceremony, so an edited sequence of their ceremony, an edited copy of their speeches, and then um, the wedding film, which is roughly half an hour to an hour long, sometimes longer. And then we also do video messages as well, because I like to go around in the evening time with a microphone and a camera, pick, uh, find some guests and get into like a little well-wish message and words of advice for the happy couple. And we've had I've had some very sketchy words of wisdom from drunken guests, which I probably shouldn't repeat on your podcast. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, I always say it's up to the clients whether they choose to follow that advice or not. But um, yeah, some of it's a bit, uh, uh, what can I say? Um, I probably wouldn't follow it, but in that way, it'd be divorced in a week if they did. Um, nice. And then, so that, so they'll get that. What's the sort of turnaround time typically? Because obviously you're, you're doing quite a bit of work and then you're, and you're um, going to squeeze the editing uh, I, in and around. I say eight to 12 weeks um so just to be safe um 
just literally I'm filming weddings like the start of the month I did five in one week at the start of uh, August and then five at the end so I've got quite a backlog and when I'm not filming I'm literally just editing all day like matchsticks in my eyes you know kind of editing from morning till night I don't really have days off I look so tired um but yeah no it's it's it just it just takes forever to to edit um and i've seen a lot of trailer to do as well and i do social media trailers so there's just loads of edits like three or four edits to do for each wedding so times that by fast 20 edits i have to do for you know just just for that one week alone and what do you love most about it do you love the filming it or the editing it or I, i prefer filming it yeah i prefer um Editing is quite a solitary job. You kind of sat on your own, kind of in a room. Just yeah, I like I like to be with people and and talking to them and having a laugh with them. And uh, filming's definitely the fun part. Definitely, yeah. The banter, I, yeah, I get a lot of banter. I seem to get picked on quite a bit on by the guests at most weddings, um, but in a fun way, in a fun way. Um, but yeah, we have I have I have a you know great time filming weddings. It's definitely the best part of it. Editing, it's nice seeing it come together with the editing. It's nice to see the kind of the final products, you know, form. But um, yeah, I definitely prefer filming. I'm more of a sociable creature, so I like mm. to see people definitely. Cool. And where, where from here then? Where's where do you see HS Films going? I love to do shorts. I love, I love to get my own studio. That that's been kind of a, a pipe dream for the last few years to get my own premises, rather than rolling down the stairs in the morning and into my front room and turn the computer on. It'd be nice to go to a location. So I'd like to get my own premises and I'd like to start doing more either documentaries or actual films. That's where my real passion is, you know, kind of making short films. Really inspired by um, Shane Meadows. Have you heard of him? Shane Meadows, the director. Did um, Dead Man's Shoes. He did This Is England. I don't know if you've seen those two. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I've heard, and I've heard um, the, the, the kid who was in that, I've heard of... Um, interview with him and, and he said he's got shane has got quite a unique uh directing style yeah um, he, he just seems like proper, he's been referred as a kitchen sink uh, uh director he, he just he just does everything you know kind of um and yeah so what watching uh dead man shoes definitely really kind of um that's a real kind of inspiration for me in that film um yeah so that's really prompted me to want to write and um produce and we did do um a short film back about 2016 maybe something like that in Ulster um we did some kind of zombie film um and the whole town got involved really that was a great experience we were we were um using the pub in the high street right at the bottom and in there from six in the morning we had loads of makeup artists in there loads of people turned out their houses to come and sit in their makeup chairs and have their prosthetics put on and then we were filming kind of zombie hordes down the down the main street it was um a great experience and um, we had a really good turnout we had a sold out crowd in the town hall in Ulster uh the paper came down it was great um so that kind of having that experience definitely want to take that further and and start producing more shorts we have got two scripts um on my computer that just sat there gathering dust that I'd love to turn into little short films um but the problem is time, budget, and uh, finding people you know, that are willing to, to to work on it with me, probably for pittance, because I can't afford to pay anyone at the moment. Or, um, but yeah, um, that is that is the dream, yeah. So 
to do to do actual films that that would be great and is the the easiest way into that or the best way into that is that through through doing it yourself is it yeah just doing it yeah picking up a camera yeah so like I said, we wanted, I've always wanted to do film. So when we did the uh, Pathogen uh, Patient Zero um, short film, uh, yeah, we just met with a writer in Banbury, Oxford, and he he was already writing a novel at the time. So he wrote a little kind of 20 page script. And having not done any short films at all up until that point, like we really were kind of jumping in headfirst into waters that we had no idea what we were doing. Uh, managing a cast, we had about like ten main main characters in the in the in the um, in the film, loads of extras, and we weren't equipped really to do it. We we'd never done it before, so it was a massive eye opener. Um, so the next ones we're doing, we scaled it right back and keeping it simple, um, uh, just a couple couple of characters. But um, yeah. Ugh. An amazing experience. I look back on it now, and I'm I'm sorry. I don't know how we how we got through it. We spent a whole summer filming that. We had people coming from uh, Oxford as well to come down for the day. They weren't paid either um, to come down and help us film it. It was um, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Hopefully, you can yeah get more. Well, I hope I hope so. That. Yeah, that's that's the dream. Yeah. Hopefully, we can make some more some more films. Absolutely. Cool. And um, yeah, so just coming towards the end, um, a usual question I ask all my guests is, what's your, your favourite local business? Uh, favorite, uh, I'd probably say uh, Food of Love in Stratford, opposite the Shakespeare um, house. I don't know if you've been there. It's a little kind of eatery, a little restaurant, a little, um, a little uh, yeah, me and my wife go there quite often. And um, have a meal there, yeah. So that's I'd say that's probably my favourite, the food of love. You should definitely check it out if you haven't already. Get out of me. What what type of food is it? Uh, well, they do all sorts. We we mainly go for um a breakfast, but they got like salads in there, pastries, uh, big breakfasts, and uh, lasagnas and stuff like that. So yeah, quite the continental stuff as well as you know your your your, your British stuff, your, your breakfast, and real lovely puddings as well. The lemon meringues. Top draw. So uh, yeah, if uh, yeah, you should definitely check them out. The food of love in the in, in Hen- I think it's Henley Street. Is it? Is that the street that? That's Henley Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah I keep getting confused by which name, which the road <laughs> You've only been here nine years. I oh, know, right? Yeah, <laughs> only been here nine years, and I still don't know what the road's called. <laughs> cool. Um, well, yeah, I'll check them out. And uh, where can people find out more about you? Where should they go to to check out your stuff? Well, if I'm not scared them off at this point, um, my face page. So um, just type in ATS Films on Facebook. There's a picture of my mug on there uh, in front of the Coliseum. So that, that's me. Uh, my website, www.atsfilms.co.uk. I'm on Instagram. Again, ATS Films. Just type in ATS Films anywhere and hopefully I'll be there. Google, I'm on there. Um, yeah, ma- Mainly Facebook. If you want to reach me, um or my email which is um ben at atsfilms.co.uk all one word so cool. yeah plenty and, of to get a hold of me um and i'm gonna get yeah straight on to where, where can i where can i watch your short film is it is that on your website as well uh no i it's hidden away let me let me it was on um it was on um youtube at one point yeah uh uh, uh, patient zero. Hang on, let's see if I can find it. 
Well, yeah, if you find the link, I'll link to it in uh, in the show notes so people can check it out. Yeah, we've got uh, some. You type in patient zero and then pathogen films into YouTube. The top one, the first top two, there's a few clips there. Um, yeah, you'll see there's about five clips near the top that are all us pathogen films. Um, you can watch that there, but that is that was when we really first started out. That's our first kind of foray into short filmmaking using prosthetics and some of the prosthetics were falling off so some of the some of the characters look a bit <laughs> look a bit uh i guess it looks like the zombies to the skin supposed to be falling off but i don't know kind of um it was a good first effort anyway everyone everyone pitched in for free gave their time and effort and uh i look back on it now and it's yeah it was a, a nice it was almost like a community film really because literally literally the whole of ulster turned, not the whole of ulster but they had a food fair in Ulster, yeah, and we asked the council because they have to close the road to have their uh, food fair. It's in the middle of the street, and we politely asked the council, can, "When you finish your food fair, can you just leave the road closed for a bit longer so we can film this scene?" And it and, and they did, and uh, we managed to film this uh, horde shuffling around the by Saint Nicholas Church on the S Bend in the Ulster High Street, and we had like crowds of people. So the people that weren't in the film, there's people like either side of the barriers, kind of with their phones doing this. So we had to kind of like kind of uh, be selective with where we stood, so we didn't get any of the the people. But it was great. We had people coming and go, look, can we just stand in the crowd? Can we? So we had to get to put their hoods over their heads and kind of a different angle from the camera, so you couldn't see them. So uh, everyone wants to get involved, and it was great. It was such a a great experience. So like I said, that's another reason why. I'd love to love to get into you know short films because it's such a buzz, kind of getting everyone involved and working with people and and then seeing the finished result. I mean, it's not it's not Daisy or Day of the Dead, you know, it's not some polished thing, but you know, it kind of it's you know, it's kind of a yeah. special little thing that we that we all made. And, yeah, uh, and for and for local people as well, you know, spot. Uh, yeah, you know, that's spot kind of what it was. Yeah, they were they pausing while oh, you're you know two minute 32 you can see your face there and like i said the town hall we had we didn't think we were going to sell out because it cost us like four five hundred pound just to hire the screen to display it in the town hall and we were like oh man we're never no one's going to come and what i don't know how we get our money back but we did I think we made like twice or three times our money back on ticket sales and and merch we had badges printed posters everyone it just oh it was yeah I've lost the words, but it was so, it was so, it was so well supported. Cool. Well, hopefully you can, uh, yeah, do something like that again. Yeah, we're hoping so. Yeah, but so we've got two scripts in the pipeline, and we're hoping to um, hope. I'm hoping to get them out, out, you know, dust them off and get them filmed soon locally. But um, yeah, at the moment, time and money dictating. I don't have much of either at the moment <laughs> with all the all the weddings that I'm doing. So. Um, yeah, but hopefully next year maybe we can start filming those. Oh, yeah. Well, if um, yeah, if uh, you're you're getting married soon, get in touch with him and uh, and check out his videos. <laughs> yeah, uh, please do. On the guy. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much for coming on, Ben. And no, I'll, uh, thank you Yes, all the best. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, please email me at chris at chrishazelmortgages.co.uk. Speak to you next time.